Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Amma ba'd. Al-Hadith al-Thani Ashar. Al-Hadith al-Thani Ashar. The 12th Hadith. An Abi Huraira radiyallahu anhu qal. So from Abu Huraira radiyallahu anhu that he said, qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Messenger of Allah وسلم, he said, من حسن إسلام المرء تركه ما لا يعني حديث حسن رواه الترمذي وغيره حكذا. The Messenger of Allah وسلم, he said, من حسن إسلام المرء from the perfection and completion of a person's Islam تركه ما لا يعني is him leaving that which yeah, it doesn't concern him. And that is a hadith, hadith that is Hassan, and was recorded by a Tirmidhi and others. Now, as for this hadith, then it was recorded by, or narrated by Abu Huraira, radiallahu anhu, and we have mentioned that which is connected to his seerah, or something from his seerah, uh, from the uh, previous hadith. And this is the third hadith, Mentioned by uh, Abu Harara in this kitab, in the book of Imam Nawawi, the third hadith recorded by Abu Harara. As for the first, and that was the the ninth hadith, the ninth hadith, ma nahaytukum anhu that which I have forbidden you from, the saying of the Messenger of Allah sallam, that which I have forbidden you from, and stay away from it. That which I have commanded you with, then come with that as much as you are able. But that was the first hadith in this kitab, the Arba'een and Nawawiyyah, uh, the hadith narrated by Abu Huraira. The second hadith, does anyone remember the second hadith? Inna Allah tayyib la yaqbal illa tayyiba. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the pure one, he's pure, and he doesn't. Uh, accept, accept that which is pure. That was the tenth hadith. So we come to the twelfth hadith, also narrated by Abu Huraira radiallahu Now, so in this hadith, ayyul ikhwa, we have that a person who is al-mutamassik, yani bil Islam, and the one who practices Islam, then from the completion of his Islam, is that he uh, abandons those things that do not concern him. Now, وَيَشْتَغِلْ بِمَا يَعُودُ عَلَيْهِ بِخَيْرٍ And he concerns himself with that which يعني, comes back to him with good. Now, those things that benefit him. So he abandons those things that don't concern him. And have no benefit to him. And he يعني, busies himself with that which is the opposite of that. Now, And so a person, he distances himself from, from those things that don't concern him. And have no benefit to him in this life and in the next life. That which doesn't come back with any khair, any good to him in this life, nor in the next life. Now, And we know that in Islam there are those things which are from the uh, wajibat, 
those things that are from the uh, obligations. Now, and those things that Islam obligates upon an individual. We learn that from the hadith of Jibreel. The hadith of Jibreel. Wherein the pillars of, of Iman were mentioned. And they are from the yani, Akad al-Wajibat. From the yani, most important and most stressed obligations. The five pillars in Islam. Now, and then we have those things that are other than the five pillars of Islam. But are also wajib. That are also wajib. Such as obedience to the parents. Such as being truthful and honest. Naam. Likewise, uh, staying away from those things that are haram. It's obligatory also to stay away from those things that are haram. Naam. But also we have in Islam those things that complete a person's Islam. The mukammilat. And those things that complete a person's Islam. Naam. And so, in this, Comes, and that which comes into this is a person abandoning those things that are muharramat, uh, things that are haram, forbidden. Likewise, the mushtabihat that we studied in the previous hadith, that a person stays away from those doubtful things. How many taqas shubahat? Taqad istabra'ah? Yadinihi wa'adhi. The one who abandons or leaves uh, and stays away from the doubtful matters and he has يعني, uh, protected his uh, religion and his honor. And so from the completion of one's Islam is, is to, to stay away from those things which are haram. Likewise, those things that are uh, doubtful. And also those things that are makruhat. Those things that are disliked. Now, And so, here, with the messenger, the, 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 within this hadith, the messenger of Allah Sallallahu he said, from the perfection of a person's Islam, is him abandoning that which doesn't concern him. And this is general. So that which enters into this is those things from the uloom, from the different sciences, different branches of knowledge and different things a person may learn. That a person... He doesn't preoccupy himself and busy himself with those things that don't concern him from the things that he may study. Those things that a person may go on to, to learn. Those things that don't concern him or benefit him in this life or in the next life. Likewise, that a person, he doesn't concern himself with those Mu'amalat, and those dealings, those things that don't concern him, those, those dealings that go on between the people that don't concern him. So here the statement of the Messenger of Allah ma la ya'ni, it's general. From the perfection of a person's Islam is that he abandons that which doesn't concern him. What do we mean by doesn't concern him? Ya'ni, those things that also don't concern him, concern him as it relates to mu'amalat, dealings. And also, al-alaqat. Yani those uh, connections and relationships with those, again, that don't concern him. Or those who, if he was to busy himself with and keep those connections with, then he wouldn't benefit. They wouldn't come back to him any benefit. Now, and likewise, 
as the scholars they mention fil aqwal wal af'al so a person he stays away from those things that don't concern him in his statements and in his actions and this hadith ayyul ikhwa shows to us that al-nas mutafawitun fi islamihim this hadith shows to us that not all of the people are on the same level as it relates to their islam but rather the people are mutafawitun yani they vary they vary in their Islam. And so from them, the one whose description is as such. Yani that he abandons those things that don't concern him. And so a person who has reached this level, then he is of a higher level. And his Islam is of, is of a higher level than the one who hasn't reached this level yet. And the one who busies himself with those things that don't concern him. Now, and we notice here that the Messenger of Allah Wasallam that he said that from the perfection of a person's Islam, tarkuhu ma la ya'ni, is that he abandons that which doesn't concern him. This is what is mantuq in the hadith, yani that which is, is spoken and said in the hadith. But this hadith also has a mafhum. It has a mafhum, yeah, that which is understood from the hadith. Not spoken, not mentioned in the hadith, but it's understood. What is that mafhum of this hadith? Does anyone know? What can we take from this hadith and understand from this hadith? Yani other than that which was said in the hadith. So what we understand from this hadith is that from, a, from the perfection of a person's Islam is that he abandons that which doesn't concern him. And so there is a mafhum of this hadith, that which we can understand from this hadith, although it wasn't spoken. It's opposite. It's opposite. Which is? From the deficiency of a person's religion. Huh? He involves himself in affairs that don't concern him. we can say that. That, 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 yani, that, that sh- that's a sign of his da'af, in his iman. That he busies himself with those things that don't concern him. Concern him. But also, we can say that from the perfection of a person's Islam is that he concerns himself with that which does concern him. That he, that he concerns himself with that which does concern him and that which comes back to him with benefit and khair. Now, so this we understand also from this hadith. That from the perfection of a person's Islam is that he abandons those things that don't concern him. And what we understand also is that he concerns himself and busies himself with those things that do concern him and benefit him. Now, and we notice also, ayyul ikhwah, that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu he didn't say, min husni, min husni iman al-mar. He didn't say, min husni iman al-mar. That from the perfection of a person's iman. But rather he said, min husni islam al-mar. Why is that? Hmm? What do we say in, in the, when we, when we uh, mention the uh, in the Hadith of Jibreel, and likewise when we studied the Kitab Tulat al Usul about Islam and Iman. Stronger, Iman is stronger. Iman is stronger? Yeah. Naam, but there's something else that we mentioned? Islam mentioned alone. Uh-huh. Iman, enters, Iman into enters into it. Naam. And also because Islam refers to, as opposed to Iman, yani, when they're mentioned separately, Islam refers to what? 
What type of actions? Physical. The physical outward actions. And Iman refers to? Inward. The inward actions. And, and uh, a person abandoning those things that don't concern, concern him is from the actions that are zahir. Those, yeah, it's, it's from the from the outward actions, not from the inward actions. Now, and this hadith ayul ikhwa is, uh, as some of the scholars mention, rubr al-din or rubr al-adab al-akhla or rubr al-adab. That this hadith is a quarter of the religion or a quarter of, yani al-adab. When we talk about adab, mannerisms. And that is why Ibn Abi Zayd al-Qirawani from the A'imma uh, of the Malikiyya, from the Imams of the Malikiyya, he said, Jima' adab al-khayr tatafarra' min arba'at ahadith. That, that which brings about يعني, al-adab, all of it, يعني, good mannerisms, Yani is four hadith or four hadith which include Yani Adab al Khair, all of it. Yani good mannerisms, all of it. Qawlu Nabi Sallallahu Mankana Yu'minu Billahi wal Yawmil Akhir, whoever believes in Allah on the last day, Falyakul Khairan, let him say Khairan, let him say good, or Yasmat. Or let him remain silent. Now, likewise, the hadith or the saying of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, min husni Islam al This hadith, in topic, that from the perfection of a person's Islam, is that he leaves that which doesn't concern him. And likewise, the saying of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when he advised the one who asked for some advice, in that brief, very brief advice that he gave to him, he said, La taqbab, la taqbab. He said, don't get angry. Three times. And he mentioned it a number of times. He said, don't become angry. Now, and likewise, the saying of the Messenger of Allah None of you, يعني, truly believes or has an iman that is kamil, a complete iman, up until he loves for his brother, that which he loves for himself. And all of these four ahadith ayul ikhwa are with us in this kitab. In this kitab, Arba'in al-Nawawiyya. All of them mentioned by the imam, imam al-Nawawi. Now, rather, some of the imams said that, that this hadith, this hadith, min husn islam al yani, is half the religion, not rubah. Not a quarter, but half. Why? Because if a person busies him, يعني, if he abandons that which doesn't concern him, then we said the opposite of that is that he concerns himself with that which does concern him and that which does benefit him. So, يعني, that's half of the uh, affairs. يعني, you have two, the, everything that uh, a person may concern himself with, or يعني, people they concern themselves with, either it benefits them in this life and in the next life, or it doesn't benefit them 
in this life and the next life. And so, uh, some of the uh, salaf and some of the imams, they mention that rather this hadith is half of adab uh, al-khayr. Now, half of good mannerisms. Now, we then come to the hadith, ayyul ikhwa, the, the 13th hadith. Al-hadith al-thalith ashar. The 13th hadith. An Abi Hamza, Anas ibn Malik, Khadimi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. From Abu Ham, Abi Hamza, Anas ibn Malik, the servant of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. An in Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So we have Anas ibn Malik radiallahu ta'ala an, narrating from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa that he said, لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأخي ما يحب لنفسه One of you doesn't believe up until he loves for his brother that which he loves for himself. رواه البخاري ومسلم And this hadith was recorded by Al-Bukhari, Imam Al-Bukhari and Imam Muslim. Now, as for the narrator of the hadith, this is the first hadith within the kitab narrated by Anis ibn Malik. Anis ibn Malik uh, Al-Ansari, from the Ansar. From the Ansar, from those who were in Medina. Naam. And his kunya? Abu Hamza. Abu Hamza. Naam. As for Anas, Anas ibn Malik, radiallahu an, then his story is mentioned in the books of Sirah, and that is Yani or the story of his mother bringing him to the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu when the Prophet Sallallahu came to Medina, and his mother was Umm Sulaim. His mother was Umm Sulaim, and when the Prophet Sallallahu came to Medina, she went to the Prophet Sallallahu with her child, who was Anas ibn Malik, and he's and he was around ten years old. 10 years old. And she said to the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Take, take this, meaning take this son of mine. And he has a servant, يحدمك, who will serve you. And who will serve you. And so he was around 10 years old uh, when this happened. And so he remained he remained as the uh, servant, Khadim, Khadim al-Nabi sallallahu And that's why the uh, Imam, he mentioned here, when he said that this hadith, the 13th hadith, an Abi Hamza, Abi Hamza, Anas ibn Malik, Khadim al-Rasulullah sallallahu And he's the servant of the uh, Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa And he remained... Uh, in the service of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu up until the Prophet sallallahu died. And so how many years did he serve the Prophet sallallahu Ten years. Ten years now. And he mentioned himself. He said uh, that he served the Prophet sallallahu عشر سنين for ten years. فَمَا قَالَ لِي لِشَيْءٍ فَعَلْتُهُ لِمَا فَعَلْتَهُ He never said to me, he never said to me in all of those ten years, for anything that I did, 
لما فعلته why did you do that ولا لشيء تركته لما تركته and he never said concerning anything that I didn't do anything that I left لما تركته why did you leave it وما سبني قط and he never abused me in any way never said a harsh word or anything وما ضربني ضربة neither did he يعني strike me or hit me ever نعم وقالت أمه يوما and his mother said and again this is uh, in the books of Sirah the books of biography his mother she said on an occasion to the messenger of Allah وسلم, يا رسول الله O messenger of Allah خويدمك أنس ادعو الله له يعني your young servant I mean my son Anas ibn Malik make dua for him make dua for him فقال and so the Prophet ﷺ, he said, Allahumma akthir maalahu wa waladah, wa atil umrah, wa atil umrah, wa gfir dhambah. Oh Allah, yani akthir maalah, yani make him rich, wa waladah, and give him lots of children, and give him a long life, and forgive him his sins. Naam. And so it is mentioned that he had, uh, uh, يعني, uh, he was blessed with two gardens. He was blessed with two, two gardens, which would bear fruit twice a year. And so he became rich, became very rich. And likewise, he was blessed with a son. He was blessed with a son and two daughters. He mentioned himself that يعني, his, his son, or the sons of his son, reached up to a hundred. Hundred sons, yani grandchildren. Now, and likewise he lived a long life. He, yani, some of the scholars, they mentioned that he died at the age of 103, some say 107, some say more than that, 110. And those who even say 120. And he was the last from the Sahaba to die in Basra. From the last of the Sahaba to die uh, in Basra, in Iraq. Now, so in this hadith, we have the saying of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, None of you believes up until he loves for his brother what he, that which he loves for himself. And that which is important for us to understand in this hadith is that the meaning of لا يؤمنوا Ahadukum, none of you believes. The meaning here is Nafyu Kamal al Iman. Nafyu Kamal al Iman. Yani, it's a negation of the perfection of Iman. Not Nafyu Asl Iman. Very important for us to understand. La yu'minu ahadukum. Yani none of you believes. The meaning here is none of you. Yani believes with that iman that is kamil, complete. Not that the meaning is none of you believes at all with no iman and, and so he's a disbeliever, kafir, no. But rather the, the, the meaning here is, uh, as Sheikh Ibn Uthaymeen he mentioned, yani la 
يَتِمُّ إِيمَانُ أَحَدِكُمْ That the iman of one of you is not complete. Up until he loves for his brother that which he loves for himself. And so this is very important when we come, when we come across a hadith as such. لَا يُؤْمِنُ أَحَدُكُمْ Like this hadith in topic. None of you truly believes or none of you has that complete iman up until he loves for his brother that which he loves for himself. Likewise, لَا يُؤْمِنُ أَحَدُكُمْ حَتَّى أَكُونَ حَبَّ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ وَلَدِهِ وَوَالِدِهِ وَالنَّاسِ أَجْمَعِينَ None of you completes his iman. Or is that complete iman up until he, I am more beloved to him than his son, than his, than his father and all of mankind. And likewise, لَا يَزْنِ الزَّانِ هِينَ يَزْنِ وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٍ the likes of these hadith, that the one who fornicates, he doesn't believe at the time of fornicating. وَلَا يَسْرِقُ الصَّارِقْ هِينَ يَسْرِقْ وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٍ And the one who steals, at the time of stealing, he doesn't believe. And likewise, the one who drinks khamar, alcohol, he doesn't believe. At the time of drinking. وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٍ يعني a person, at the, at, the, at the time of fornicating, or drinking alcohol, or stealing, is not a believer. What does that mean? Hmm? He's not a believer with the iman that is calm and, and perfect and complete. But rather, يعني, uh, we, we know from ayat in the Quran, and many ahadith, that the one who commits these actions and performs these actions, that he is still believer. a believer. He's still a mu'min. He's still a believer. How do we know that? So, a person can come to us and say, look, the Prophet, Prophet ﷺ, he said, that he's not a believer when he does this. And so he becomes a kafir. Like the Kharij may come and say this, those who expel Muslims outside of Islam due to major sins. Due to major sins, due to the kabair, they say that whoever commits a major sin, kabir and kabair the noob, a major sin from the uh, from the major sins, that he becomes a disbeliever. So this is a proof for that. What what makes you take this hadith or this wording, la yu'minu ahadukum, or la yazni zani hina yazni wa huwa mu'min? What makes you take these hadith and give it this meaning and this understanding? What's the proof? How can we explain this? How have we come to the understanding that the meaning is here? None of you believes with that iman that is kamil. Because that was not mentioned in the hadith. How? What's the proof? What's the proof? These other hadith. Uh-huh. For example, the one that we're looking at. Uh-huh. For example, if a person doesn't love mm-hmm. his brother. Uh-huh. Now, but where does it say in the hadith that he's still a Muslim? Because what, uh, what we can understand from the apparent wording of the hadith, لا يؤمن, he doesn't believe. The one who doesn't love for his brother, that which he loves for himself. The hadith itself doesn't say that he's still a believer. A person can take that hadith on its يعني, apparent meaning, with its apparent meaning, and say, look, he's not a believer, he doesn't believe. And what's the opposite of belief? Of belief? Kufr. 
Rather, what we say is when we gather all of the, ahad, the ayat in the Quran, for example, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَكْفِرُ أَنْ يُشْرِكَ بِهِ وَيَكْفِرُ مَا دُونَ ذَلِكَ مَا Allah doesn't forgive that shirk is committed with him, but he forgives lesser than that to whoever he pleases. So everything else is forgiven. And all of those ayat concerning those who uh, commit those major sins, but if they repent, and if they make tawbah, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive them. كُلِّ إِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ Say to my servants, those who have transgressed against themselves. Hmm? Say to them what? إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَكْفِرُ الظُّنُبَ جَمِيعًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He forgives all of the sins. And likewise the hadith, the, the man who killed 99 men. Likewise the hadith of the woman who came and confessed. Came and confessed that she committed adultery. And so the Prophet ﷺ, he told her to go back because she was pregnant. And he commanded uh, her guardian and her father to um, uh, yani be kind to her until she gives birth. And to bring her back after she gives birth. And when she came back, uh, the Prophet ﷺ, he ordered that she be stoned. ثُمَّ صَلَّى عَلَيْهَا And then he prayed over her, which means she's a Muslim, a believer. He prayed over her and then he said, لَقَدْ تَابَتْ تَوْبَةً uh, That she made a tawbah, she repented with a tawbah, a repentance from that sin. And if that tawbah was to be divided amongst 70 men from, from, the, from, from Ahl Medina, لَوَسِعَتْهُمْ it would, يعني, it would cover all of them, this tawbah that she made. 70 from, from the men of, 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 of Medina. Now, and so, we understand from the likes of these ayat and these ahadith, that a person, although we may understand from this hadith, and it's possible a person may come and say, look, here, the one who does this sin, he's not a believer. And we say that, the, that these ahadith and these ayat show to us that he's still, or she is still a believer. Now, but rather the meaning here is negation of the perfection and completion of one's iman. Because if a person truly believed with that complete iman, he wouldn't do those actions. Now, that's the meaning of the likes of uh, these wordings that come in the hadith. So in this hadith, we have um, that a person, he should love for his brother that which he loves for himself. And likewise, this hadith, similar to the previous hadith, shows to us that the people are mutafawitun. That the people vary in their Islam and in their practicing of this. And in them يعني, uh, carrying out that which is mentioned in this hadith. By way of loving for your brother that which you love for yourself. Now, and so we understand that Iman increases and decreases. Because if the people vary, then we have from them those whose Iman is kamil, complete. And so he loves for his brother that which he loves for himself. Or that he abandons that which doesn't concern him. And so this person, no doubt his iman is higher than the one who doesn't love for his brother what he loves for himself. Or the one who uh, busies himself and preoccupies himself with those things that, doesn't con- that don't concern him. Now, and so again, this hadith is applied to those affairs of the religion and of the worldly matters. 
that a person loves for his brother that which he loves for himself in the affairs of the religion and likewise the affairs of the dunya, the worldly matters. Now, so this hadith likewise has a mafhum. It has a mantuq. Mantuq means that which is spoken. The wording of the hadith. لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأخي ما يحب لنفسي One of you doesn't have that complete iman and that complete faith up until he loves for his brother that which he loves for himself. This hadith also has a mafhum. That which is understood from it. Not spoken but understood from it. What is that? Naam, we understand that from the hadith, no doubt. But that's more, yani, that, that is what is spoken in the hadith. But what we want to take from this hadith, and that which the scholars mention, that this hadith has a mafhum. That which is not spoken in the hadith, but we understand it. Yani, it's almost like the opposite. Hmm? What's the opposite of love? What's the opposite of love? Hate. And so, he... Hates for his brother that which he hates for himself. Hmm? And you love for your brother that which you love for yourself. But also you hate for your brother that which you hate for yourself. This is the mafhum of the, of the hadith. Yani that which is not spoken. The messenger of Allah didn't say, yani none of you truly believe of that iman that is complete up until he hates for his brother that which he hates for himself. He didn't say that. The mantuq and that which was spoken was... Uh, that, that a person doesn't have that complete iman up until he loves for his brother that which he loves for himself. However, we understand from that the opposite. That a person, he should hate for his brother that which he hates for himself. Now, and so a person, he, uh, he wants for others that which he wants for himself. Now, he wants for others and loves for others that which he wants for himself. And he hates for others that which he hates for himself. And he doesn't uh, يعني, uh, be of those who love to take, for example, but he hates to give to others. He loves to, t- he loves to take from others, but he hates to give to others. Some of the scholars they mention when discussing this hadith, many matters that come under this hadith. حَتَّى يُحِبَّ لِأَخِي Up until he loves for his brother, أَخِي his brother. The scholars, they differed concerning the meaning of brother here. From them, those who said that the akhuwa here, the brotherhood here, the, yani, the, the, the word akhi, brother, is that akhuwa imaniya, akhuwa al-imaniya, that brotherhood of iman and faith. Yani, your Muslim brothers. From them, those who said that the meaning is Al-Akhuwa Al-Amma Yani the general brotherhood and so that which comes under under this is the Kuffar Yani your brother if you had a brother who was not Muslim that he comes under this also because we have also in in the Quran examples where Al-Akh uh, Akh Yani brother can be Used in this sense, anyhow, uh, a person is the brother of of a people, not through iman, not through faith, 
but through a nasab yani through lineage a nasab lineage and yani um uh yani uh lineage and um yani through ancestors naam and so we have for example in the quran kadhabat qaum nuh al-mursalin if qala lahum akhuhum nuh that the people of nuh they denied the mursalin the messengers if qala lahum akhuhum nuh ala tattaqun when their brother nuh said to them will you not fear allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so here allah mentioned nuh as being the brother of his people and likewise within the same surah where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions kadhabat adun al-mursalin إِذْ قَالَ لَهُمْ أَخُوهُمْ حُودٌ أَلَا تَتَّقُونَ The people of Ad, they denied the Mursaleen, the messengers, when their brother Hud said to them, likewise the same as Nuh alayhi salam, will you not fear Allah? And likewise, كَذَّبَتْ ثَمُودَ الْمُرْسَلِينَ That the people of Thamud, they uh, denied the messengers when their brother who was the one who was sent to, the prophet that was sent to Thamud? Salih, alayhi salam. Naam. And so, um, brother can also mean, brother by way of, yani, uh, ancestors, lineage. Because, Adam, alayhi salam, he is Abu al-Bashar, the father of all of men. And so, in a general, when we talk about al-akhuwa al-a'ma, that general brotherhood, then all of mankind are brothers. All of mankind are brothers. Now, um, and so, this is another position of the scholars. However, the majority hold that the likes of this hadith and the wording where we have uh, al-akh mentioned, some which are more clear than others, Al-Muslim, Akhul Muslim. Al-Muslim, Akhul Muslim. The, mother, the, the Muslim is uh, the brother of another Muslim. The majority of the scholars, they mention that the likes of this hadith, and the meaning here is the, uh, the Muslim brother, yani in, in, in faith, in Iman. Al-Akhuwa Al-Imaniyya. Now, this is the uh, intent here in this hadith. Now, when discussing this hadith, the scholars they mentioned that there are two levels or two ways in how we uh, can understand this hadith. The first is that a person when he loves for himself, yani those matters that are connected to his religion, then this is wajib that a person he loves for his brother, that which he loves for himself. In those affairs connected to the religion. Because the person can love for himself. Yani things that are connected to the religion. Or things that are connected to the dunya. And so in this situation here. When a person loves for himself that which he loves for. Uh, yani, uh, for himself that which he loves for himself. As it, as it uh, uh, relates to the religion. And so he loves that he carries out the wajibat. He loves that he carries out the obligations and that he carries out that which is mustahab, that which is recommended, that he practices Islam. 
And likewise that he loves to stay away from the muharramat, to stay away from those things that are haram, those things which are uh, doubtful, those things which are makruh and disliked. That a person, it is wajib, that you love for your brother these things also. So loving for, your, yeah, for yourself, those things in the religion which are wajib upon you, those things which are mustahab, likewise those things that are haram that you love to stay away from them, then it's obligatory upon you to love for your brother these matters also. And that is why a person has been commanded to command the good and forbid the evil. To command the good and forbid the evil. And this is from loving for your brother, that which you love for yourself. And when you see your brother, يعني, abandoning something which he should be doing, that which is wajib, such as praying, that you should command him to pray. Likewise, if you see him do something which is haram, maybe that is uh, fornicating or drinking alcohol and so on, then you should hate for him that he does that. And you should love for him to abandon that. Now, and so that is wajib. That is wajib. That a person loves for his brother that which he loves for himself. In the matters of the religion, that is wajib. You must love for your brother that which you love for yourself. In the religion. As for the worldly matters, the worldly matters that is mustahab, not wajib. Mustahab. Recommended. And so, you love for yourself that you be rich, well off, you have a good job. Hmm? That you have a good standing within the community and so on. That you have nice things. That you love for your brother the, the, the same. That is mustahab, recommended. And if you didn't love for him, these things, then that is from the naqs of iman. And you haven't reached that level of completion in your iman. Now, and so that which branches off from this hadith, and from this that we just mentioned, is mas'alatul ithar. The matter of Yani giving preference to others over yourself. And so where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentions Wa yu'thiruna ala unfusihim ma kana bihim khasasa. Naam. And they yani preferred wa yu'thiruna ala unfusihim. And they gave preference to others over themselves. That which they themselves were in need of. Yani the Ansar, the Sahaba, Sahaba to Rasulullah the companions of the Messenger of Rasulullah, the Ansar, that they preferred the Muhajireen and those who migrated to them with that which they themselves were in need of. So there uh, are many reasons uh, why this verse was revealed, as the scholars they mentioned. Sabab Nuzul al Ayah, the reason why the verse was revealed, many reasons from them. The man who came to the Messenger of Allah complaining of severe hunger. And so the Prophet he asked his wives, Do we have anything? And they said, No, we don't have anything. Except for water. And so then the Messenger of Allah he said, Who will he addressed the Sahaba? Who will host this man tonight? And so a man from the Ansar, 
he stood and he said, I will. And so then he took him to his house and he asked his wife. He said, do we have anything from food? And she said, no, except for yani that food, food which is sufficient for the, the children. And so then he told her, his wife, to yani, preoccupy the children, keep them busy, and then to put them to sleep. And then to dim the lights. To dim the lights. And yani, they, 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 they fed the guests that which they had, that very little amount of food that they had. And they dimmed the lights so as to make it seem that they were eating with him. That they were eating with him. And so they preferred others over themselves. Likewise, it's mentioned how many of them during the time of the Messenger of Allah and after many of the Sahaba such as Ikrama bin Abi Jahl when they would go out for battle and they would become severely wounded and when they would come to them with water after the battle was over and when uh, they were wounded when they would come with water to feed them, to, drink, to, to, to give them water to drink. And one of them would, would refuse to have that water up until his brother on his right or his left would drink first. And he would refuse to drink up until his brother drinks first. And so more than once they narrated how the one with the water would go to, to, to one of the companions and he would refuse. And then he would go to the other, and he would refuse. And he would go to the third, and he would refuse. Up until all of them died. Up until all of them died. So this is uh, the uh, way of the Sahaba, and that which was mentioned concerning the reason why this verse was revealed. Now, so we have, concerning this matter, the matter of preferring, giving preference to others over yourself. Yeah, two, two um, ways in how we look at the uh, affair of preferring others over oneself. The first is al-ithar bil-qurb. Yani that a person he gives preference to others in the affairs of obedience. In the affairs of obedience, this is makru, disliked. This is disliked that you give preference to others. Over yourself in the affairs of obedience. In the affairs of obedience. Now, and the origin of that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions it in the Quran in more than one place. And race, sabiqu, race, yani to, to forgiveness from your Lord. And we, uh, yani hasten. And rush to performing good deeds. Now, so the origin with the actions of with, with the actions of worship and obedience is that you don't give preference to others, but rather you race, you race to performing that good deed. The second way in how we look at the affair of giving preference to others is al ithar fi imuri dunya. Is giving preference to others in the affairs of the dunya, in the worldly matters. And so, food, the, the affair of food, clothing, uh, yani the worldly matters, uh, 
even in the gatherings that a person, he gives preference to others, that he doesn't put himself forward. He lets others go forward. Or, يعني, um, other than that, from the worldly matters, in this, in this second uh, matter here, then it is mustahab. It is mustahab that a person gives preference to others. As for the first, and that is the affairs of the religion, uh, of obedience, then that is makruh that you put others forward or that you give preference to others. And so, example, a person, he comes to the prayer and there's, there's a gap in the front. And that which many of us we see, yani we may, may fall into ourselves, that there's a gap in the front and there's two brothers behind and one of them is saying to the other, Tfadl, you go ahead. And the other one says, no, you go, you go. And back and forth between one another, you go. Rather, that, that which يعني, is better for them is that they, they race. They race. And they, يعني, they don't put another person forward. But rather, it's makruh to put another person forward. Makruh, disliked. Now, affair of the dunya. Um, I don't know, you and your brother, you go out, you go to JD's, I don't know, somewhere, and you see some trainers that you like. And your brother likes them at the same time. Hmm? And you don't want him wearing the same trainers as you. And he doesn't want you wearing the same trainers as you. Hmm? Bright blue or something like that. And you don't want to be seen, both of you, together with the same trainers. Huh? So here, what is it? It's a dunyu matter. A worldly matter. So here, it's mustahab, recommended to you, for, for you, that you give preference to your brother. Let him, or the last pair of trainers. Uh, that's the last pair. Hmm? If you buy them, he ain't going to have another pair. So here, give preference to him. Now, um, the last example. Uh, a person, he comes and he is in need of some money. A Muslim, he comes and he's in need of some money. He comes to you and he comes to a jama'ah, a group of brothers. Or even if it's just you and someone else. And he asks for some money. And both of you are well off. You can give money. Here, what do you do? Yani both of you want to give. What do you do here? Huh? Do you say, I'm going to give you the opportunity to do something good? Go ahead. Can you see your brother? Aftaykul fursa. So is it from the first matter or the second? Huh? From the first, from the يعني, from the ta'at. From obedience. So a person here, يعني, he rushes to give. And he, 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 it's, it's, it's uh, uh, better for him that he, uh, يعني, he carries out that action first. Now. What time is the salah? Abu Zay? Then the brothers can give that out. Khalas, we'll suffice with that. Um, and then next week, or the week after. The next week, there will be no class, just for one week. Uh, that is due to the conference that is taking place in, in Cardiff. Conference over two days, uh, <coughs> packed with lectures, beneficial lectures. Uh, in Cardiff, in Wales, alhamdulillah, they have a, a, a masjid there, a markaz, mashallah, people that are uh, يعني, amazing in their character. For, for anyone who's been to Cardiff, 
MashaAllah, different uh, class of people, a different type of people. MashaAllah. It's well known, the, the, the Welsh, they, they are very friendly, very friendly. But Alhamdulillah, uh, many Muslims there, and the, the da'wah is growing there, Islam. Up until I heard when they had a da'wah store, giving uh, da'wah to, um, to, to non-Muslims and Muslims alike in the city center, how there were queues of people, queues of people waiting, uh, wanting to know about Islam. And even to the point where they were, at the end of the day when they were packing up to, to leave, uh, many from the non-Muslims were coming over and saying, don't, don't, don't go yet. I want to ask some questions about Islam. So alhamdulillah, there's, there's a conference there over two days. Um, and we encourage the brothers to, to attend there. I know it's far somewhat. But alhamdulillah, it's beneficial uh, over two days. Um, so for next week, there will be no uh, class at this time. But the week after, inshallah, we will continue. I mean, as we mentioned before, uh, all of these ahadith, then the scholars, they mentioned that a person, uh, whoever commits uh, these actions, we have many other evidences that show that that action itself doesn't expel him from Islam. If you take the example of the one, a hadith in Sahih Bukhari, where uh, the, 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 the one whose name, his name was Abdullah, and he was brought, and his nickname was Al-Himar. He used to call, call him Al-Himar, donkey, 
due to him making the Messenger of Allah laugh. He would always make the Messenger of Allah laugh. What he would do is he would go and he would uh, borrow some money and he would come to the Messenger of Allah and when the person would come to ask for that money to be given back, he would say, give him his money. He would say to the Messenger of Allah give him his money. And he would, with that money, he would buy gifts for the Messenger of Allah And so the Prophet used to like him because he used to make him laugh. However, he was well known for drinking alcohol. And he, he was brought on so many occasions, so many occasions for yani, the punishment, the lashing. Ibn Abdul Bar, he mentioned over 300 times, over, yeah, up to 300 times he was bought for the same charge, drinking alcohol. However, when the, uh, the messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi ordered that he be lashed, Someone from the uh, Sahaba, he's mentioned that Umar ibn Khattab, in one narration of Khalid ibn Walid, that uh, someone from amongst the crowd said, Allah, may Allah curse him. How many times he, he's been brought forward for the same charge? How many times? And so the Prophet ﷺ, he said, La taqul hadha. He said, don't say this. فَإِنَّهُ يُحِبُّ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولَهُ Indeed, he loves... Allah and His Messenger, which shows that He still has Iman. So the meaning is completion of Iman. Kamal Iman. Likewise, the hadith of the Jahannamiyun, the hadith of Jabir ibn Abdullah, the hadith of Sahih Muslim, uh, when uh, he mentioned how uh, a group from the people of uh, Hellfire, from the Muslims, how they will be taken out from the hellfire. How they will be taken out from the hellfire. But they entered the hellfire due to major sins. Due to major sins. And they know as Jahannamiyun because they will enter the fire. But then they will be taken out, put into the river of life. And then put into Jannah. So all of these hadith show to us that the one who commits the major sin. The one who commits the major sin from the Muslims. So long as he had, hasn't made istihlal. So long as he has, hasn't made istihalal, meaning he hasn't declared it to be halal. So he says, khamar, alcohol, nah, it's, it's halal, it's halal. And it said to him, no, this is haram, look. You know, he brings him the evidences in the Quran and the Sunnah to show how khamar is haram. It's possible that he's new Muslim. Hmm? So we have to remove those barriers that we show to him that it's haram. And there's consensus from the ummah that it's haram. And then if he continues and says, no, that's old. We need to get with the times and so on. And he says it's halal. Then this is different. This person now, he becomes a disbeliever, as the scholars they mentioned. However, if he holds it to be haram and he knows it's haram, but he drinks due to some weakness, and he's weak and he's the iman, and he continues to drink alcohol, or the same with any of the major sins, he takes riba, interest. Many of the Muslims, they know it's haram, but they continue to take it. Because they're weak in Iman. And so here, he is still a believer, so long as he doesn't make istihlal. وَمُؤْمِن بِإِيمَانِهِ وَفَاسِقٌ بِفِسْقِهِ As the scholars have mentioned, مُؤْمِنٌ بِإِيمَانِهِ He is a believer due to his Iman. وَفَاسِقٌ بِفِسْقِهِ But he is a fasiq, a sinful individual due to his sin. So it's possible for a Muslim to combine between the two. He's a believer but he's sinful. But it doesn't mean he's expelled or he's left the fall of Islam. Now, some people cite hadith number 12 saying we shouldn't indulge in what doesn't concern us so we should avoid advising people to do 
to do good or to stop doing the bad. Is this right? Shaykh Ibn Taymiyyah, he answered the exact same question in his explanation of this hadith. Uh, we didn't mention it, but yani, we touched upon it. That Some people may quote this hadith. Hadith number 12. What was hadith number 12? Min husni. Islam al-mar. Tarku ma la ya'ni. That from the perfection of a person's Islam is that he doesn't concern himself and busy himself with that which doesn't concern him. And so some people, they use this hadith to say, look, you shouldn't uh, get involved with other, other people's affairs if you see them doing this and doing that. Because this hadith says to us that the perfection of a person's Islam is that he doesn't concern himself with those affairs that don't concern him. And this doesn't concern him. So Shaykh Ibn Athameen, he mentions, no, rather it does concern him. Rather it does concern him. And the hadith, the second hadith that we took today, hmm? none of you truly believes until he loves for his brother, that which he loves for himself. And so if he sees his brother doing something which is haram, then yani he hates that he falls into haram himself. And he loves that if he was to fall into haram, that his brother would advise him or that he comes to the straight path. And so it does concern him. It does concern him because he, sh- he wants that complete iman. He wants to perfect his Islam. Hmm? And so if he sees his, he loves for his brother what he loves for himself, when he sees his brother falling to haram, then he, 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 he advises him. As we took also that hadith. Um, and so um, this hadith, there is no proof for those who say this. This hadith is not a proof for them. This hadith is not a proof for them. Yani that a person shouldn't concern himself with other people when they fall short. No, that's not the meaning of this hadith. Rather, that does concern him. That does concern him. So this is not a proof for, 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 for those who say that. Now.